Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Bros, One Cast, the Internet's top spookiest podcast the of spookiest. all time. The spookiest. Woo. It's the third week of Spooktober. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Are you ready for Halloween next week? I think I am. <laughs> yeah, me I, too. I, I mean, I don't really trick or treat or anything like that, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see the little costumes and everything for everybody going out. Yeah. And then possibly, potentially, uh, go to a Halloween party or mm-hmm. of some sort. Mm-hmm. I just don't know yet. How do they even handle uh, Halloween in Chicago? Same way they handle it anywhere else. Uh, I mean, pretty much a lot of the bars, specifically like Wrigleyville, they love uh, when it's Halloween because they have um, so many people in the city that want to go out and enjoy it and they want to show off their costumes and everything. I remember one year I went, I was BMO. Okay. And pretty much this BMO costume was me wearing like a big box. Okay. And literally I was on a train going to Wrigley in a box and it was it was taking up so much space but the train was so packed but like we literally had missed three trains already because all the trains were packed going to the same place that we were going to right and um, I don't know if you had been to Wrigley before but there uh, used to be a McDonald's there okay. uh, a, a very old McDonald's that used to be there and the Taco Bell and all that but like just to give you an example of like how crazy it was like you couldn't even sit in mcdonald's like there was a line outside of mcdonald's and taco bell for people trying to get into the place to get food let alone the bars that's crazy yeah so it it was ridiculous but like as my 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 adventure time costume like i ran into every character from adventure time that night so like i ran into a finn i ran into a jake i ran into a lady rainicorn and like i was just taking pictures with like a whole bunch of random strangers that night it was so fun that's awesome but yeah but like pretty much chicago loves halloween uh it's it's just a big way to get people to come out and drink and everything. So like, what do the kids do though? Like, they still do they go from house to house, or do yeah. they, does it stick to their one apartment building? Like, usually people no. don't leave the building, or no. they walk no. the streets and go well, from building to building to building. I or? mean, there are still houses in the city, so people go to their they go to the houses and everything uh, like that. So like, I trick or treated all the time. Uh, I would go to my um, like so when I live with my grandma. Like, all our neighbors gave out candy, so we just stayed on our block, got candy, then I would go on my buddy Darius's block, who is one block over, go on his block and get candy, and then I'll go back home. Huh. I didn't really care for, like, going trick-or-treating like that. Yeah, I never really did either. Because for us, yeah. it was always, like, a thing, because our parents never really went, uh, like, my mom and her sisters never went trick-or-treating, uh-huh. so they always made it a big deal, like, you have to go trick-or-treating until yeah. your legs fall off. Yeah. Like, they would make us go. We'd have yeah. all these things of candy, and they'd be like, all right, yeah. now do this block. Now do that block. Go again. Yeah. And it's like we'd, we'd get all these candy. We're like candy slaves. They'd be mm-hmm. having us fill up all these bags, and then we'd drop it off at the car. And yeah. They were, like, trying to make sure that we had a fun time on Halloween. Yeah. But it wasn't fun because no. it was, like, forced, yeah. right? <laughs> like, I want to go home. Yeah, I know, um, like, we would always, uh, I know one big thing that we used to do is, like, we, because where I lived is like right close to Oak Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would always go to Oak Park because it's a suburb. Yeah. And typically suburbs give out good candy. Yeah. The, the good candy, the whole size candy bars and everything like that. So we would go uh, to the more affluent neighborhoods to get like the better candy. We would do that too. Yeah. yeah. So there, I mean, there would be some people that would give out like good stuff in the neighborhood, but like we really wanted like the chocolate and all right. that. So we would go to Oak Park. You always knew you got a yeah. winner when you'd go to the house and they'd hand you yeah. a whole Snickers bar. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, this is a king size. Yes. Heck yeah. Throw it in the bag. I'll take that. Yeah, so uh, 
that that was always fun too. So like we'll go adjacent to Oak Park, and then we'll just go around the neighborhood and get candy, and then go home, mm-hmm. and then go to school the next day with a whole bunch of candy. But the thing is, like even in school, they give out so much candy that you don't really need yeah, to truly go trick right. or treating yeah. because they make every student bring candy into school, and then y'all do like a swaparama. And then it's like you going home with candy, then you about to get ready to go out to get candy. So yeah. it was like, yeah, it's, it was crazy. That's the thing I miss about yeah. trick or treating is like having all that candy. Because yeah. now I'm like, I don't really have any. I kind of yep. like some. Nope. Nope. I mean, right now we just go buy it. I'm like, just going to go buy the, the candy. Same. Like when you, yeah. I feel like when you go and buy a bag of candy, yeah. like you don't get the same mixture that you do when you go trick or treating. Yeah, know? that's true. When you go trick or treating, you get all kinds of, you get. Yeah. Little, uh clover chocolate yeah. coins like that's true it's not that's really true. halloween themed but i yeah. got no but there are, there are some people that don't give out candy and then they'll give you a toothbrush and be like annoying. yeah go brush your teeth that's annoying. <laughs> all this candy's going to rot your teeth out and then now there are dental offices that pay you for your candy so you go in and get candy and then they'll like they'll pay you like 25 bucks what? for a, yeah so you don't eat the candy that's lame yeah it's so weird but Why like what are they going to do with the candy? Throw yeah, away? I, I guess that's what they're going to do because they don't want you to rot your teeth out. So, like, I remember uh, my old job, there was this girl. She went trick-or-treating and just donated all her candy to the uh, to the dental office. And then they just got rid of it. So, I don't it, it was stupid, but that's what She they would did. do it just to get rid of the candy? Yeah, because the they, the yeah, they would pay her. <laughs> she was like, yeah. So, I, she wasn't donating it. She was getting paid for it. She got paid 25 bucks for okay. the candy. So, I was like, yeah, all right. I mean, well, I mean, so, how did I they guess. do it? Was it like one bag is worth five bucks? Yeah. Well, something? Like, how did they... It, it was like a, a specific, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how, how it worked specifically, but I know that she went and got candy and she would take it to her dental office and then they'll just give her money for it. So, I mean, it was probably like a discount on service or something like yeah. that, but I was like, I'm not, that makes more sense. I'm like, not taking you my candy. Right. Just so you can clean my teeth at a discounted rate. How does that work for like, like billing for insurance? Like, <laughs> I don't know. They're they, gonna bill they probably, they'll, they'll, give, they'll give you a credit. They can give you like a twenty five dollar credit or something okay. like that. So but I mean that's all speculation. I don't know if like how much how much that's, it was. That's so weird. Why yeah. do they do that? People because they, too because weird. kids get cavities and they and they feel like, hey, look, we'll do this and you'll save money. You'll yeah. save money, but like this girl told Imagine me, she had two pillowcases. That would be for. though, if you were a little kid and you yeah. were trick or treating, your parents are like, "All right, yeah. we're taking this to the dentist now, so yeah. I can get money." Yeah, that's true. But I mean, at this point, this girl, she was like a teenager. So yeah. like, it, it, when you you're know what you're doing it, yeah, point. yeah. When you're a little kid, it's completely different. You're definitely gonna eat the candy and yeah. everything. But like, I would be devastated if my parents made me give up yeah. all my candy. <laughs> Because that used to be our thing. Like, we would all go, like, when we lived in the South, we would go trick-or-treat and come back home and just pile all our candy in the middle. And, like, well, I'll pile my candy in my pile, my brother, and, like, we'll compare. Yeah, that's then, what we would do. But, too. like, we always went to the same houses. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, we'll still compare, like, who, who had always, the best we stuff. We would always you know? go through. We'd, like, kind of spread out our, our yeah. take. And we'd just go, like, okay, I'll trade you this for, yeah. for one of those Laffy Taffy's. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. we used to do. Yeah. Oh, so it's we'd like, just sit there and trade them all. Trick-or-treating is universal. I, I just always wanted the chocolate. Laffy Taffy's. See, Laffy, Laffy Taffy's were good. I always liked the chocolate. So, like, I would always trade, like, my uh, my Reese's cups mm-hmm. for, well, I'll trade for Reese's or Snickers. Those yeah. were, like, the two that I wanted. Yeah. And then, like, I, I, I liked Butterfingers, too, at that time, too. So, it was like, yeah, all right, here we go. Let's trade. So, it, it was always fun. Mm-hmm. It was always fun. I, I, loved, I loved that. 
Yeah. That part of uh, very very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so what uh, what have you been up to this week? Uh, this week nothing. Trying not to spoil my uh, my birthday surprise. Yeah. Um. So just doing that and then you know work. Why do you think yeah. you're gonna get her to cave? You think she's gonna tell you what what it is? No, nah, she won't cave. I I know we're going somewhere now uh, because uh, pretty much she she dropped the ball on something. Uh, as far as like the uh, like reserving something, but I don't know where it's at. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. I just know that uh, there's an issue that she's trying to resolve. Okay. And hopefully that she can get it resolved. Okay. So, all that, so what I know is that it's an Airbnb somewhere. Okay. And she booked the Airbnb not knowing that it was a shared Airbnb and a shared Airbnb. Oh. So it's like it's it's a room in a in a uh, oh, like no. a house. That we're sharing with like other people, but when she booked it, she didn't think that that was it. Okay. She thought that it was like one, like one entire house to ourselves. Okay. So we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens. I mean, She's either, a, either way, it's still gonna be pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I should tell her I don't mind. Like, but like, she's very adamant about like making it not like that. Yeah. So which I would I would prefer it to not be that way. But yeah. like, I wouldn't be upset if we had to share with somebody else. Otherwise, either. So it's, it's just like, gonna be a little bit more of an adventure. Yeah. Know? So it'd be definitely be different. <laughs> but uh, yeah. That that's pretty much uh, it. And then I've been playing Apex, mm-hmm. and then just like brainstorming a lot of ideas for my for my channel and everything. Yeah, you, know, you were telling we, me we, yesterday yeah, about you're thinking about, about changing bit. your channel name. Yeah, yeah, just trying to um, branch out and do like a little bit more of a, uh, I don't know, something something that's like super interesting to me because I don't want to do something and I feel like it's just like draining to me. Right. I was listening to. Uh, like I was listening to one of these uh, people that do like social media and everything. They were pretty much saying like, yeah, you can do everything for the likes and the subscriptions and everything like that. But like you want to do something that's not that doesn't feel like it's draining you right. when you do it. Right. So like that's kind of like where I'm at uh, right. with this whole thing, because like I don't want to feel like, like I know it's going to be work, but I don't want it to be like. All right, you got to get up and shoot a video that you don't really want to shoot, but you got to right. shoot it anyway. Right. You know, so like that's kind of like where I'm at with it. So that's that's the same th- motto I've kind of been like taking with it too. Like I'm doing, we we do the podcast. The podcast is fine. Sometimes editing it is like yeah. kind of a a trick. But yep. I think going forward after Spooktober, I'm going to cut back on that and just let it be what it is. Yeah. Um, but like now I'm doing the Apex thing, and mm-hmm. I like kind of enjoy it because I'm into Apex. Yeah, right now. for sure. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Apex was probably the best game that came out this. Year. Well, that came out this year for me. Yeah. Uh, from a standpoint, of, I mean, like I, I used to like Fortnite too, but like it wasn't like my game because like I sucked at the building aspect yeah. of it. Um, and that's a big part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like if you can't build on Fortnite, you're you're a loser. Uh, so like. I would like go practice building and everything. It, it was just never good. Yeah. And so. I Do they out. have a mode without the building? Have they ever done that? I or? don't know. Like I, every everything I know is you build. So like I had some cool skins and dance moves and all that stuff because I was like heavy into Fortnite too. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like man, I suck at building, so I would just jump in whatever my whatever my teammates built. I'm still kind of mad because I was like, yeah. I'm gonna. I tried to make myself play Fortnite, and yeah. then I bought a skin, and then I stopped playing it. Yeah. I just wasted that money. Yep, I mean it, it is what it is. Like yeah. some there are some games that just that people think that they want to play and then yeah. you know you start playing and it's like dang why did I spend money on this you know. Yeah. But thank God for GameStop because they they saved me a lot of money uh back in the day but you know like I I bought uh like a Dragon Ball I bought Dragon Ball Z uh what was it the last the last Dragon Ball Z game Dragon Ball Z Fighters. Mm-hmm. Fighter Z I bought that 
And yeah. I was that like, one after really cool. It was cool, but I, I suck at fighter games. Yeah. And I knew I sucked at fighter games, but I bought it just because I wanted to have it and yeah. I played it and then I was like, Yeah, I suck I, and I sold it. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what were you playing with uh, your girlfriend? You guys were both playing the uh which Zelda? fighter game? Oh, oh, Mortal Kombat. Okay. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. But it was 10, not even 11? It was 10, yeah. Okay. But, like, I had I had 10 since I bought my PlayStation. Like, I bought my PlayStation, and I just had it. But she's actually not terrible at it. Like she not, you, What do you feel about those games? Like, do you need to get the new one every time if you have one of the old ones? What, like, well, I, I mean, it's completely... Stuff, it, but. It's because it's a story. It's like uh, the whole Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat game has a story and they're all tied into each other. Okay. And they introduce these new characters so it's like, kind of like, uh, I mean, I... I mean, I guess like a Dark Souls, I guess. Are they all connected? Yeah. Yeah, so you it's know, Very loosely, it's like... Yeah. It, the whole idea in Dark Souls, it's like a cyclical game, so mm-hmm. the story starts where it ends, and it okay. just keeps repeating. Gotcha. So then the second game is like after that has happened like thousands of times, yeah. and then the third game is after that's happened like tons and tons of times. Gotcha. Yeah, the way I look at it is like every Mortal Kombat is a season. Okay. So like Mortal Kombat 1 was like season 1, and yeah. then going forward, so it's like it just adds on. But like they, I, I've watched it. There are people who made YouTube videos of every storyline mm-hmm. in the game from season one from like Mortal Kombat whatever up until the one that they're at right now because it tells a it tells a story so it's just like a movie okay or multiple movies in a sense like what, so. are, they, what are they saying like a guy dies he gets brought back to yeah, life yeah pretty much there's gets... like this overarching theme where it's like evil versus good so like Luke Kane and Raiden are good but at one point like all these other like dangerous people like they kill them and then they come back to life and then like people they inherit powers that they never know like dragon ball z yeah in a sense so So is it a kind of game like do you do you think you'll get 11 before you get the next game or no no i i don't i don't buy i don't buy fighting games like that like i'm i i stick i stick to my guns i i usually play my sports my shooters and my rpgs okay uh that's pretty much it but like with the mortal kombat they're trying to add an rpg element to it yeah but it's like you really they always try to add that stuff in because they're just trying to get the most for their buck because because they got they got like uh loot crates and everything like that in it too so they're trying to get money from cosmetics and stuff like that too so Mm -hmm. you know you can get all the old costumes from the retro and then you can get like all these other different skins so it's literally the same as every other game that's out there right now Mm. so Mm. in in that regard cool yeah we We have a few questions here for the weekly rounds weekly rounds what are weekly rounds weekly rounds are where every week we sit down and round on all our viewers and listeners like the diligent nurses we are indeed so this week we have a question here from casey who says which serial killer interests you the most and why serial killer uh i don't i don't know (laughs) yeah i'm not really i don't have too much fascination with uh serial killers um the one i've been I have actually recently been like reading into one of them. His name is Wayne Williams. I, they think he's responsible for the Atlanta murders. Okay. Um, I guess you know way back when all that was happening, a bunch of black children were being murdered, uh-huh. and uh, they think he was responsible for it. After okay. they arrested him, the murders stopped, but he was never hmm. charged with any of them. No. Uh. So, so he was probably definitely doing it. That's what I'm thinking. And like, it, I found out about him while I was watching Mindhunter, and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Like, who's doing all these yeah. murders? You know, they were looking into the clan. They were doing all this stuff. Yeah. 
at the end you find out like the the police is kind of compromised a little bit yeah. somebody was like hiding some stuff uh, but so uh you don't really know yeah really at the you. end they leave it open they're like he was arrested and nobody was ever charged with the child murders and i was yeah. reading into it after that because i'm like well that's really concerning yeah <laughs> they what what they never nobody cared to finish you yeah. know but whatever yeah uh i think i'm gonna go with the ted bundy one mm -hmm. uh like we we watched it and talked about it on the podcast before um i didn't really have too much interest in other serial killers i guess yeah. uh, but ted bunny was like probably the first one that we that i've like actually like read his story on and everything like that so i, I felt like he was kind of fascinating because there were people that were still like even though he killed all of these women they were like still willing to go to his court dates and like yeah. be like oh my god i love you Ted. Like, right look, you know like so it was just like very yeah, he, very manipulative a, yeah. and crazy and everything so i think that's what kind of what make, makes him like he's not my favorite or anything like that but he was very interesting to me because like he was just he was like this star right even though he was like killing all these people they treated yeah. him like a i celebrity. feel like that that's the craziest thing yeah. i've heard like, yeah i mean women love evil guys yeah. <laughs> apparently so that's the thing i don't really understand. i don't get this whole serial killer thing because yeah. They're not good people, you know. Yeah. I, I don't want to know about that kind of stuff. That's yeah. dark, messed up yeah. stuff, you know. But yeah, it's so it's weird. <laughs> Let's see here. We have another question here from Tanya. She writes and says, "What's the best costume uh, for Halloween?" Hmm. What's the best costume? Like, I don't, I'm thinking I, she means like, what's the best type of costume? Best type of costume. Um. Hmm. Like I know, sometimes you can go to the store, you go buy whatever costume off the rack. Yeah. It looks like garbage, you know. Yeah, actually, I think uh, I think the best costumes are the ones that you put time and effort into. Mm -hmm. uh, I know for me, like costumes have never been my thing, but my only true costume, like in my adult years, that I like really thought was the best was when I made that BMO. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I painted that. I let it dry for a couple yeah. of days. Like, I did everything to make that costume cool. I feel like if you yeah. make something, usually yeah. that puts yeah. you a step above the rest. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Because, like, I would be like, oh, I'm Jake from State Farm. Like, yeah. that's so trash. Yeah. Like, you just wear, <laughs> you wear a pair of khakis and a red polo, and you can right. tell, tell people you're Jake from State Farm. Nah, that's not that's not being uh, interesting right. or anything like. It's it, kind of fun, like yeah. expressing yourself. You know, you exactly. put some time and work into a costume, and exactly, you know. Yeah, because I remember going to parties uh, in, in college, and people would be like, "What are you?" <laughs> what? With the beam oh, Yeah, no, no, not with the beam but with like my polo. And oh, my, yeah. <laughs> what are you? And then like one year, I I like wore gloves and I wore a green shirt and khakis with my subway work shirt. Mm -hmm. I was like, I work at Subway. <laughs> I'm a subway worker. Oh, okay. I'm Jared from Subway. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so I no effort at all, man. Yeah. No effort. No effort. Emily writes in and says, what do you think of Ed and Lorraine Warren? Which of their cases creeps you out the most? I have no idea who those people are. So have you ever seen The Conjuring? No. Annabelle? I have seen Annabelle. Oh, are the, the people that store the doll in the house yep. in there? Oh, they're weird. Yeah. They're weird, dude. Like, I went and saw the last Annabelle at the movie theaters by myself, and I was like, they're crazy. Yeah. And they, they like, raising a daughter in that house. Yeah. And, like, she knows everything about this craziness, so I, I just think that they shouldn't be doing what they're doing. Yeah. Her no da their daughter's no gonna way. Their daughter's going to uh, wake up. Uh, she's going to grow up to be crazy, man. I think there was something in one of the Conjuring movies, because they've done tons of movies, so 
it, they're trying to set up like a whole Ed and Lorraine universe where it's like they do uh, all their different stories. So they okay. got the Conjuring One, the Conjuring Two, Annabelle, Annabelle, all the sequels. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. I feel like Annabelle's probably the creepiest. Yeah. Like well, I, I will. I would stuff. definitely tell you that that that's not like they had that like in the newest one. They had like a whole room full of like just haunted ish. Yeah. Yeah. Like wedding dress. The doll, like all kinds of stuff, and I was just like, "Man, this yeah. is." And then, apparently, that's true. They had a whole room locked in their own house. So, it so was, is was, this like, based? Safest. Is this based on like they're real character? Oh people. wow! That's yeah, the, Ed and Lorraine Warren were like real wow. ghost hunters, and they would go around and collect you know, fascinating. Yeah, things they would that collect haunted. Oh, they that, crazy. What? But their idea was like they could take it to their house. I think they had a priest come in and bless yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah, that's so often. Yep, that's they what they try did. To keep the spirits at bay. Wow. Because they would rather have it in a secure location than out in the wild. Wow. So like, did some of these paranormal activities actually happen? Supposedly, yeah. allegedly. Wow. Annabelle is supposed to be a real doll. Like, if you Google uh, the Annabelle doll, and wow. you could see what the real doll looks like. <laughs> Dude, I think it is... looks more like a Raggedy Ann type of doll, but it's crazy. Wow, that's that's crazy. Cause yeah. I I had no idea that that was a. I had no idea that that was a real thing. Mm-hmm. So Annabelle, real. Yeah, I you know, I read into them a little bit. I think they had they are, there's all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, she's a Raggedy Ann. Yeah, super. But they creepy. made they so they made it creepy. Yeah, for they the, made uh, it creepier for the movies. Uh, but yeah, dude, pretty this, cool stuff. What the heck? Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, let's let's check over on YouTube and see who wrote in. I know Emily wrote in, and she said that she demands we wear costumes for the rest <laughs> of Spooktober. <laughs> hey, sorry, I don't have any. Yeah, it did happen today. We were running uh, a little bit behind the schedule. Yeah, I was going to buy a costume. But then I, I was like, nah. Yeah, he was gonna be Shaggy from Scooby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, what question she has? Uh, let's see. So I'm pulling up the questions here, and it looks like uh, Ashley wrote in and said, "What made you guys want to do a podcast?" Just common interest. We talked a lot at work yeah. about like different stuff, and we say, like, "Hey, it'd be kind of cool to just like record this." And so that's that's like what happened, mm-hmm. and now now we're, we're at like sixty, almost seventy subscribers now. Yep. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's getting cool. I always like podcasts. I want to do like I feel like YouTube is cool yep. if you can make it work. Mm-hmm. I want to give it a try. Yeah. You know, why not? Who who wouldn't want to talk about the things they want to talk about? Yeah, and get paid for it. Yeah, and play games and get paid for it. Yeah. Like it's cool a hobby, idea. man. It's yeah. a hobby. You know, you Definitely. see all these other people doing it. Why not? Yep. Worth a shot. Exactly. Emily yeah. said she took the same horror movie class that I did. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, does she like cool does class. she like scary movies now too? Is she I don't a fan of with her DVDs like, and everything? No, I feel like she watches more like rom coms and stuff and like, like comedies. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean yeah. I guess. I mean, you can't really uh I mean you can like multiple different genres and everything, so I mean yeah, yeah, it is. What you it like is. what you like. All right, we got any other uh, questions? We or? have no more questions. All right. But now it's time for some spooky stories. All right, I'm ready to hear them. Who who you got stories for? So wait, now you said you had a story, right? Yeah, I found one. Uh, okay. From the internet that a guy wrote in not too long ago, and I thought it was kind of cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I'll start with mine. Okay. I wrote. I was a young kid at one point, believe okay. it or not, okay. in elementary school. <laughs> 
Sometimes I would ride the bus home, uh-huh. get home. I would wait for the parents to come home, and, uh, you know, my sister would be there or whatever. Right. But I remember one day. Okay. I was coming home from school. Okay. It was a fall day, much like it is today. Mm-hmm. Calm, not much going on. We had gotten uh, we got some trees from school and okay. planted one in the backyard. All right. So I'm coming home, walking down the street, bus drives past me. Regular old day. Walking to the house. We I don't I didn't have to go far from my bus stop to home. It was like two blocks. Okay. A couple cars drive past. I see a couple people standing on the other side of the street. Okay. Just like looking, you know. Okay. Looking around, doing whatever they're doing. Started getting a weird feeling. Right? Okay. So I'm going ahead, walking to the house. I'm walking through the yard. I'm going towards the backyard. I see the garage is like moving. I'm like, what's going on? And I look at it, and it's thousands of caterpillars all over the garage. What? <laughs> covering the garage. And then I look at my tree, and they were eating my tree. Wow. And that was devastating. Let me tell you what. I was terrified. I didn't know what to do. I called my ba- uh, the. We had like a daycare lady. She was a family friend. I called her. And I caterpillars are eating my tree. And uh, my parents didn't come home for an hour. I didn't know what to do. They were eating the garage. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but wow. I remember that was probably that was terrifying at the moment i remember being absolutely terrified by the sheer volume of caterpillars coating the garage wow so what happened when your dad came back nothing they were i think they took a hose and sprayed him off or something oh wow <laughs> i was expecting some like scary story <laughs> terrifying oh wow yeah that's crazy horrifying stuff yeah uh wow <laughs> what so I, I wish I had a cool ghost story to tell, but I didn't, you know, I've never seen anything, yeah. never seen any aliens, never had anyone chase after me with a knife. Okay. Um, but I did reach out to a bunch of people. Okay. You know, Tyler, friend of the podcast, For I sure. asked him, his dad, when he was younger, actually did like paranormal investigating. Okay. So he would go from house to house to house. And okay. He would look for ghosts and stuff. And apparently he's seen some stuff. Okay. He said a lot of it was like, things moving or like cold spots like but uh the main thing that i was asking that he wanted to tell me about was one time they were at a house over in north dakota and he was there and he saw like the tv was turning on and off it was witnessed by like four other people it did it six times there was like noises cold spots um and at that house they had this dog and it was a little yorkie Mm -hmm. The family loved the dog. It had cancer. They had paid like forty thousand dollars to, you know, give it treatment so it yeah. could try to live, whatever. And uh, one day they came home and found it like brutally murdered in the house. In that same house, it was haunted. And, oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty spooky. Who the heck brutally murdered this dog? I have no idea. Some ghost? I I maybe I have no idea. Wow, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's terrible, isn't wow. it? Like, yeah. I don't know. If it was me, so he doesn't think that it was a family that did it. Okay. Because why would they pay all that money just to have the dog die anyways? 
Yeah. Know? I mean, that makes a hundred percent sense to me. Like, like that's a lot I'm of not money. about to waste forty k. Yeah. On a dog and then like murder it. So. Wow, that's just that's to, just to impress some paranormal <laughs> investigator. You know? Yeah, not at all, man. So, but they hired his dad. Yeah, I don't know if he was getting paid for it at the time, but I know that he did do that when he was younger, and he said that was probably one of the spookiest things that he's ever seen. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's where you got any other ones? Yeah, we have one here. So I have a couple more. Okay. I have another one here from uh, Jamaica. She writes in and says, let me pull it up here. So picture it, mid-June 2019, my mom came home for a visit for the summer. She was on the phone with one of her friends in one of my nearly abandoned spare rooms. I'm sitting in the living room, probably watching Bob's Burgers or something spooky while eating Flaming Hots. <laughs> flaming Hots. <laughs> oh, <God>. Leave <laughs> it to Jerry. That's hots. scary. That's scary alone right this, there. I can't read anymore. This is getting terrifying. Oh, my gosh. When suddenly my mom screams my name like all hope was lost. Jamaica! I make my way down the stairs. All I can see is hundreds of dust particles falling from the bedroom ceiling. But then I notice the dust particles are not dust particles at all. Oh, wow. It is thousands of spiders oh, my falling goodness. from the ceiling fan. And they each fell spiraling down from the ceiling onto the bed and scattering every which way. Dude, that that would be terrifying to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like walking into a room and there's like a, a whole herd of like, I don't even know what you call a, a bunch of spiders together, but like a herd of them. We have a little illustration <laughs> here from Jamaica too. She made it kind of depicting oh, the events. Goodness. Oh, so she was in bed too. Yeah. Oh goodness. So oh, we'll her mom was in bed. Her yeah. mom was in bed and she walked in. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No. I w- I would throw up if I was in bed yeah. and like all these spiders started falling down on me. Are you kidding? Yep. Nope. Yeah, that's game over, man. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm not gonna here. happen. I'm out of here. All right. <laughs> What's the other one? So we have one more here. Okay. This is from a girl that we work with. Okay. I don't want to name her name because it's a story that was involving her and her father. Okay. Now, her dad is a mortician. Okay. So they would go from morgue to morgue, embalming bodies and getting them ready, or from funeral home to funeral home, getting them ready for okay. the ceremony and everything. And she said that one time they were visiting a funeral home at like 1 o'clock in the morning to embalm a body. Okay. They got there to use the bathroom. They went inside the chapel, and when they came out the uh, of the hallway, the chapel door was slamming, and it was slamming like so hard, like things started falling off shelves, and oh, wow. they didn't see anything. Um, and she said her dad was like super terrified. So they tried waiting a minute to see if it would go away, to see if it would go away, and it didn't. Okay. Uh, so then they just ran out and left. So they didn't Came do back it. the next day. They yeah, they're like, no, we're getting yep. out of here. Nope, I would have got out of there too, man. Someone was telling them not to be there. Yeah. Or embalm. Someone was telling them not to embalm that night. So someone needed that spirit from that body. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, no thanks. She also <laughs> wrote it. She also told me another story where okay. uh, her dad was doing this one uh, body once. And okay. So normally, I didn't know this, but apparently when you're embalming people, their body can move sometimes like they can okay. jerk a little bit or their hands will close or okay or they'll move um so she said one time her dad was doing this other body and mm-hmm. he was embalming it and getting the patient ready and mm-hmm. doing all this stuff i don't know all the steps involved with it but she mm-hmm. was telling me the whole time he was doing it he kept moving like his hands okay. like an abnormal amount where like oh wow he just wouldn't stop moving 
Okay. And he was getting like a super eerie feeling about it. Okay. The body wouldn't stop moving. It just kept moving and moving and moving. And then suddenly, you know, he finished, packed the body up, got it ready for the ceremony. The next day, he was at the funeral. The family was coming in. They said, oh, thank you. It's very nice. I, we liked what you mm-hmm. did. You gave him all those coins. <laughs> and coins. he's like, I didn't give him any coins. Well, he didn't say that to the family, but apparently the patient had coins in his hands. They were all, like, closed on him. Oh, wow. And then they said, yeah, it was weird. You know, we were at home, and all night long, his rocking chair was moving. Oh. And I'm like, okay. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Yep, that's spooky. That's kind of eerie. Yeah, so where did he get the coin? Like, what the hell? No idea. Nobody has any idea. The family didn't do it. They thought he did it. He just went along with it, and he was like, yeah, thank you. You know, I just thought he should have it. Wow. Yeah. Dang. See, I can't do that. Like I did, I did anatomy with cadavers and everything like that. We we were fortunate enough to not have a move on us, right? But like, I can only imagine like like the sheer terror that that would be. Yeah, that that would give to me to be trying to do it. Like she said, normally once the embalming process is done, they don't really move anymore. But like during the process, like you'll see their fingers twitch or their, yeah. their arms kind of jerk a little bit. I mean, it makes sense because you're putting fluid and everything in them, and our muscles are still spastic. Yeah. Like whenever, so like you can, like if you like uh, dissect anything. Like I remember in anatomy class that we would take an electric uh, electric volt mm-hmm. and we'll put it on the muscles to get the muscles to twitch and everything like that, even on the dead body. So it's something that you yeah. could definitely do. So uh, it's just spooky. It's yeah, just spooky. It, it definitely is, man. That, yeah, that was that kind of gave me a weird weird yeah well, like, i had because multi- yeah i had multiple people reaching out with stories and stuff but a, a few people didn't want to be named they didn't want to be named yeah. i had a couple people that didn't even want their stories told but yeah some people have seen some stuff so yeah well i mean you know the mind the mind and like the universe are like two two crazy things man it's like ugh. yeah yeah so I don't have a, a a scary story that I haven't told on the on the podcast already, but I was uh, browsing the internet and I uh, I found this one story uh, that I thought was very interesting. So I'll read it. Okay. Uh, it, pretty much, this is a story about why this one guy decided that he'll stop going trick or treating. Okay. So he was like, one day I was trick or treating with with three of my best friends, one of them being my cousin. Uh, they were going from house to house, uh, collecting Kennedy and everything. And he said they were like around 16 at the time. Okay. He said uh, there was like a very old farmhouse in the area where they lived. And uh, they were like, it's abandoned. Like no one lives there. Let's just go and, and, and check it out. And so he said when they got there, uh, the house looked to be in horrible condition as all the abandoned as as are all abandoned places. Uh, he said they went to the backyard and it was like, we need to climb in the window uh, because the window will probably be unlocked so we could just check it out and see what's going on in the window. Right. Uh, so they all climbed in the window, uh, but he said before he went in, he looked up on the second floor and uh, he said he thought that he saw a shadow of a man there, mm-hmm. but he said the second he saw it, it was gone. Okay. So he said he brushed it off. Uh, as being paranoid since it was Halloween and all. Right. And he joined his friends and climbed through the window as well. And then he said, after they entered, uh, we all picked up on the oddly good smell of the house. He said it smelled like someone had been spraying like uh, like air freshener throughout the entire house. This is yeah. an abandoned house. Why does yeah. it smell like air freshener? <laughs> and everything like that. Um, 
So he said, we were looking around for a while, going into the basement and checking out the rooms. And then he said, honestly, the entire time while they were there, they were expecting something to jump out at them. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, uh, we heard a noise of someone walking on the wooden floors upstairs. Uh, he said, now his suspicions were confirmed that he indeed saw a man in the window when he was outside. Uh, he said... Uh, uh, now my suspicions were, were confirmed that there was definitely a man upstairs. Me and my friends gave each other that look, and we raced out of there. We started climbing out of the windows one by one, and while I was climbing out of the window, I looked back at the dark room and heard and saw a shadow uh, come down the stairs and scream, Wait! Don't leave! I have candy for you! And then, and then he said, I felt like a thousand, a thousand pound weight fell on my chest when I heard that. I jumped onto the window and feared that he might grab my leg before I got out. I slipped out and felt him grab my leg for a split second, but I was already out the window. I landed on the ground outside and we ran to my other friend's house. We were all so scared. Over there, we decided to never go near there again, and we wouldn't tell our parents about that day. And so he said, uh, I still want you to this day, if I made a mistake, not telling my parents and not calling the police, but he could still be out there and who knows what that psychopath is doing. Yeah. So I don't know if there was a if it was a person there or if it was like just a ghost or something like that. But he said like they're never doing that again. That's creepy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like how like how terrified would you be? Like for one, like, if you go into a place like that and it smells like air freshener. freshener like, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My yeah. mind would go to like something like some kind of weird mold and it's tricking yeah. your senses or something yeah. like that. Yeah, dude. That that's that's creepy, but I thought that was I thought that was kinda 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 spooky. Yeah, that yeah, was Yeah, he wasn't expecting something to pop out and then it did. Yeah, no way. No yeah. way. <laughs> My friends would always want to do stuff like that when, when nope. we were younger, like Nope. Yeah. I don't want any part of that. Nope. Like going into an abandoned building to start with. Yeah. It's never a good yeah. idea. Never a good you're idea. You're gonna fall through the floor, you're gonna yep. get tetanus. Yep. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna mess with something that you shouldn't be messing with. You said that uh you're there was somebody at work that told uh Oh oh yeah, Jess had told me a story about this one uh like one of her coworkers, uh I won't name his name. Um but pretty much what happened was he worked at Riley House uh okay. during school. Heard a lot about the Riley. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know Riley House is pretty much like a hospice like home mm-hmm. my my assumption is that it's it's a hospice place. People go there to die. Mm-hmm. Um I just remembered another one. Yeah, so people go there to die. And uh, this one kid, like, he was there doing this capstone for nursing and everything. And, you know, people tell stories all the time about this place. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's not real. It's not real. Um, but I guess, like, he was in one of these rooms and, he, like, he felt like kind of like a like a presence, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, he shrugged it off, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah, maybe my mom's just playing tricks on me, whatever. So on this particular night, he was uh, getting ready to, well, on this particular day, he was getting ready to go home. Uh, so he's walking out to his car, opened the door and he sat in his car and then like, he felt like something was following him from inside the building to his car. Mm -hmm. So he thought he saw something out of his peripheral. He looked over, there was nothing there. And then in his car, I think he dropped something in the like passenger side on the passenger side. So he bent over to reach whatever it was. And then when he came up, his rear view mirror was turned around. 
Oh, yeah, so like instead of it, like when he got in the car, it was completely normal, and mm-hmm. then when he came back up, it was turned around. Oh no! Yeah, so that's kind of creepy. Yeah, and then he was like terrified after that. So I that that's pretty much all the story that I know. But like something had to have turned his uh, his rearview mirror. So that's kind of, and it's almost like stories like that are more believable. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, without a doubt. It, you know, it, I don't know. Sometimes like seeing like a full fledged demon or mm-hmm. ghost spirit right yeah. in front of your eyes and yeah. clear as day is. Yeah. That, you know, if you're telling me yeah. you saw that, I'm like, okay. yeah. Yeah, something's not good with you, is it? <laughs> nah, probably not. But uh, unless you're asleep, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. different. That's yeah. different. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you know, I I was just thinking, and uh, when you mentioned the Riley House, I remembered something that happened to me at work. Mm-hmm. So we had a patient. Um, I was going. It wasn't even my patient, but I went in there. She came in for altered mental status. We have patients that come in mm-hmm. like that all the time. For so sure. She wasn't in her right frame of mind, but she was in there talking and she's like what's up with the guy standing in the corner i don't like him get him out of here and yeah. it just kind of there's nobody in here yeah you turn the lights on nothing's there mm-hmm. get her back you know get her to go back to sleep whatever and uh i mentioned it to the nurse and they're like oh okay all right whatever and then another nurse chimes in and she's like actually a patient died in there last night a male oh yeah and then I like, felt like the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Yeah. Like, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. That, that's messed up. But, like, I think we talked about this before. Like, when people are, like, at that that age where it's like they're getting to that point where the, the gates are calling them. Mm-hmm. And they say they see stuff. I believe them. Yeah. I, it's I, definitely I think I 100% like, believe them because, like, you're, like, teeter-tottering on that line of life and death. Mm-hmm. So I think that at that point, like, you kind of... You kind of like your eyes are a little bit more open to like what's actually around you, right? Versus like uh, like right now we're like we're completely alive, so we don't really know, right? Like there could be something in this room with us right now, but like you don't truly know, right? But like when you're getting closer to that, all right, we're about to call you home. It's time. You can see like everything else that's like that you that you were oblivious to or that you probably couldn't see because you were too full of life. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, a crazy so, thing. Like, I, yeah. I've had people at work, you know, not know where they are before, mm-hmm. or, you know, they're totally yep. disoriented to mm-hmm. what's going on around them. But I've never, like, that was the only time I've had somebody say they saw somebody in the room Yeah, that yeah. was not there. Yep. You know. Yeah, I I think I I had a I had a, a patient tell me that someone else was in the room, too. But they thought that they were, they thought that the IMET was a person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they were talking to the pump. She asked the pump if the pump was my guy. <laughs> I, re- I remember that. One. <laughs> yeah, so that she was. She actually tried to punch that yeah, thing, didn't she? Yeah, she did punch she it. Get out of my room. She punched it and then she punched one of our, our co workers, too. So <laughs> <laughs> busted her lip real good. Oh, boy. Yeah, 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 man. Oh, man. I, I would be ter- like I always get terrified about those rooms that we have people die in, mm-hmm. and like I go into those rooms and I feel like like I feel like we definitely have a couple of hunted rooms on our unit, mm-hmm. uh, like like three and then twenty eight. Well, so there was one night we were at work, and I re- another thing I, I keep remembering all this stuff from work, but there was one night we were sitting in the nurses station. Yeah, everyone's asleep, and I, the our, the way our nurses station is set up, we have the nurses station. We all sit in there. The CNA sit in a room behind us. But then in front of the nurses' station, there's two bathrooms for patients, one for males, one for females. And mm-hmm. it's like a community shower in each right, one. Right, 
And uh, we were sitting there one night, and we hear water running. Okay. We're like, uh, is somebody taking a shower? No. Hmm. So we don't have showers in, in our patients' rooms. They have to go right. into that community shower to do it. Right. So we kind of, like, walk forward out of the nurse's station, and the water in the ladies' bathroom was turned on for one of the showers. Nobody was in there. It's wow. right in front of the station. We would have seen somebody wow. walk out of there. Eventually, one of the girls got enough courage to go in there and check it out. The handle was turned all the way on. Wow. Nobody was in there. Nobody came in or out. That's messed up. Yeah. What? Spooky. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you know what? If they out here, they out here. I mean, plenty of people die in the hospital. It makes sense, yeah, in in the hospital. Plenty of people. You know, people Uh, always say, like, graveyards and all these spooky abandoned houses, but hospitals, a lot of people die, you know, unexpectedly. They come in sick, you know, per capita. We. Hospitals, if any place is haunted, they probably have the best chance. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I feel like like if they die peacefully or something like that, then, you know, they probably just. I don't don't know what the criteria is to create a ghost. Yeah. (laughs) Like they got some unfinished business, so they got to (laughs) stay. Oh, wait, I didn't pay my account cash bill, so I got to stay. It's like they got their listed discharge orders. They're like, I didn't finish this one yet. I I, I didn't get my my protonics yet. (laughs) I need that. Yeah. I'm going to have a. Heartburn. Yeah, dude. Wow, that that's eerie, man. Yeah. So I remember that one night when I when I came into the station. Oh I was like, yeah. Something feels off. Like it was weird, and then next thing you know, the all the power went out. Yeah. That like, was so weird because yeah. you don't notice in the hospital. Like there's yeah. so many things beeping all the time. Yep. IMEDs beeping, BiPAPs beeping. We have the monitors beeping. Everything. Yeah. You hear noises all over the yep. vents. And then yep. when everything shuts off at the same time, yep. it gets like eerily quiet. Yeah, but like when I uh, like I I just had this feeling like I felt like like you know how you have all this extra stimulus and yeah. everything, and then like I stopped getting it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, something is off here, y'all. Like yep. something is weird. I walked in there. I t- talked to you, you and you and the girlfriend, and then next thing I know. <laughs> Oh, monitors off, everything's off. Oh no, we gotta go. There was one time, I was babysitting my little cousin. Right, we're downstairs. I'm sleeping on the one couch, he's sleeping on the other couch, and uh, you know we go to sleep. We watch TV. I put the sleep timer on. Okay. Wake up a couple hours later with him sitting straight up screaming. I'm like, oh, that's he, not right. Yeah, was he like sleep or something? Yeah. Oh wow. He's yep. done that like a couple times where he'll be out and he'll wake up screaming. Yeah. Another time it happened, he was at, you know, my house and uh, he was sleeping downstairs in the basement. I was sleeping upstairs in my room and I remember he just started screaming and I'm like kind of at the top of the stairs like, Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It sounds scary. Yeah. He probably, he's probably like sleepwalking or something like that. But and then that, I mean, back when... So back when my uh, we used to come down every summer, there okay. was one time we were all sleeping at my grandparents, and uh, like in the middle of the night, he like got out of bed and he took his blanket into the living room, and he was standing there like fighting with it, screaming. And like, I don't know, that imagery <laughs> is just like messed up, you know? Yeah. There's something about yeah. like kids in the middle of the night. It's kind of scary. Yeah. 
Well, it, it kind of brings you back to like the sixth sense or yeah. like stuff like the conjuring. Well, not the conjuring, but like uh, like the omen and everything like that. Like things where like little kids are seem to be like the best vessels for um, for like these supernatural creatures to yeah. possess because they're so young and naive or whatever. That was one of my favorite things about. I don't know if you've ever seen Insidious. But the I whole, feel like I have. The whole idea behind it is this family has this ability where when they sleep, their soul leaves their body and explores like the spirit realm or whatever. Uh, okay. And then at night, their soul returns to them. But while their soul is vacant, the Something spirits else. try to get closer to the body. So every night is like they move in and in and in, and they're trying to invade that person's body. Because once their soul leaves, the spirits can come in. Oh, wow. And uh, no, I haven't seen that. It's it's spooky. Is it good? Yeah, it's very good. The first two are very, very good, and the third one is absolutely terrible. Yeah, and I think they made a fourth one that I did not watch. Yeah, so I might I might have to watch that because that sounds like very uh, very creepy. Very right right up my alley for this uh, for this for this uh, month. So I think I'm gonna watch the Great Pumpkin. Yep. And then I was just looking because Caitlin's on my case. She wants me to watch. That's another thing. We started watching American Horror Story, 1984. Okay. We talked about it a few weeks back on the podcast. Is it good? Oh, it's fantastic. Okay. It's like a super cheesy 1980s horror movie. Okay. So it's like they got this serial killer, uh, Jason Voorhees looking type dude. Okay. But his name is Mr. Jingles because he's he's (laughs) jingles in the forest. Jingles. (laughs) It is like. All right. Okay, they're walking around and like these teenagers are dressed up as him on his anniversary okay. of the day they captured him, and then okay. he's like going around murdering people. All right, it's pretty good. All right, but cool. I brought that up because Caitlin wants me to watch Candyman. Yeah, dude, watch Candyman by next week. Yeah, I saw it. it's on Netflix, so everybody can watch it if they want. Yeah, if you have Netflix. Well, Candyman's a classic, man. It, yep. It's definitely a classic. So you'll get to see what the old projects used to look like in the city too. Okay. So that's cool. the uh, that's the whole aspect of that. So right, he, and that takes place on Halloween, Candyman. I don't know if it takes place on Halloween. I, I don't remember, but I do know that it's scary. Okay, so check it out. See see what you think of it. It's like some University of Chicago. Uh, like student or investigator she's like investigating the projects and everything and then all this paranormal activity and stuff like that starts to happen so it's Hmm. you know okay should be should be interesting though until next time this has been two bros one cast episode 32 until next time we'll see you later